Kwasa Dibug, Comment les affaires? I'm Herman Fusilier. This is Cajun and Creole Talk. Jeffrey Broussard is part of the ABCs of Zotico, those Creole families that started the music in southwest Louisiana. Broussard helped introduce modern Zotico to a young generation in the 1990s, but in recent years he's returned to his traditional roots while embracing a new spiritual life. Jeffrey Broussard reflects on his legacy today on Cajun and Creole Talk. my pleasure today to talk with Jeffrey Broussard, a, a young man I always refer to on my radio show as pound for pound, the best accordion player around. The music goes back into his family, several generations, and such a tremendous player. And Jeffrey, thank you so much for being on Cajun and Creole Talk with us. Oh, man, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Just so many things we can talk about, but your accordion style I've always admired, and you, you go back into music. Well, tell us how long you've been playing now. Oh, man, I've been playing music since I was eight years old, so 40-plus years, man. Yeah, and, and you, uh, your dad, Delton Broussard, and the Lawtel Playboys, and uh, you, how many children in your family? Uh, we were 11. 11? Kids, yeah. And just about all musicians or dancers or yes, singers? Yes, or, all so. musicians, man, singers, yeah. yeah. And you came along with, with Zotico Force, and that band turned the scene upside down back in the 80s and 90s, and then your band now, the Creole Cowboys, uh, doing the tr traditional stuff, coast to coast and beyond. Y'all doing real well. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man, just trying to spread the culture. Well, describe to if you can't put in the words to me your, your accordion style because it's a unique style, and so, so many players playing today have come to you for for lessons over the years. Yeah. Uh, well, my thing, my my style of playing, man. Uh, uh, basically, use a lot of cards when I'm playing. Uh, to where a lot of people are using one or two notes at one time. I'm normally mashing three or four. It's just my way of playing is I just like things full. So I think that's why my sound is so different because I use my tongue as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and like I say, I'll do my certain little runs and, and I'm basically holding a lot of chords. And normally uh, a lot of accordion players, they'll sing and they'll stop playing. Okay. But I, I actually, but I think the difference with me is I'll sing and play at the same time. Yeah, oh yeah, you know? not, not everybody can do, <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned about the, the thumb on the 10 button accordion for people that know that there's a little strap on the back which you usually stick your thumb in there to help you hold up the accordion, right. but you use that to play with. I uh, I can't even use that strap, man, it, it, <laughs> for real. I mean, it throws me off. Matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, I just bought another accordion and I looked at that thumb strap and I'm like, mm. so I kind of pushed it back. I'm like, that ain't gonna work. I just took a razor and cut it off because it's in my way because I yeah. play with my thumb a lot. Yeah. And really, I mentioned about the you know musicians coming to you, but even what from as far as Japan, they've come yes, to get lessons yes, from you. Yes, yes. Uh, this guy, what is his name? Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi. Yeah. Uh, when I met him a couple of years ago, he had told me that he had studied with my dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, he came home and we sat and played, man. And I was just amazed and of what he's doing, you know, and I thank God that, that our music is spreading the way that it's spreading, and, I, and I'm noticing it's more people from around his place is starting to play Zydeco. Yeah, and doing a good job uh, yes, with it, Yes, yes, they yeah. are. And, and then the thing is, they, they're playing the traditional music, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. awesome, man. But Jeffrey, what stands out in your mind, your your long career on stage with, with Zydeco Force and your own bands? What, what's some memories you have? Well, uh, with Zydeco Force, man, um, I could say some of my fondest moments was when my brother Shelton was playing with us, mm -hmm. you know, and 
uh, I have to say, my brother Shelton and I and Herbert, a lot of the songs that Zydeco Force recorded, man, came from Herbert Shelton and I just riding around, you know, doing the weekday clowning, drinking and stuff. <laughs> we just sing between us. And then we'd go to rehearsal and we would mention it, you know, and it became a song. So it was all basically all about our life, man. You know, growing up being sharecroppers and farming yeah, and stuff like right. that. A lot of stuff we laughed at and things that we heard our parents talk about. We just took some of that and said, hey, let's make a song with it. And it worked. Because yes, it people worked. People caught on to And the folks weren't around at that time. You guys were TV stars because Don and Charles Cravens had their Sunday morning TV show, Zodico Extravaganza. Right, right. And Zodico Force was on all the time. And it's such a popular show, but y'all were always on and people just excited to see y'all. Right, right. Uh, that program did a lot for us, man. Opened up a lot, a lot of doors. It really did. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. And y'all gave it a good run, what, about 15 years or so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. easy. easy. And, and now you have your Creole Cowboys band. How, yes. How, how are you doing with that? It may sound funny, Herman, but you know what? I'm uh, I'm more comfortable. I, I'm mm -hmm. more at ease now with this. Uh, and it's not a thing of saying of calling the shots because I can't say that without a band. It's it's all about having a team. But I'm more comfortable now because I could play the choices of songs that I want. And, you know, just as we were talking about earlier, I'm looking at what's going on with the music and with the culture, man. Uh we have so many musicians that passed that had never had no recognition at all right. that took this music to heart, you know, and yeah. it's about our culture. And that's my thing. I'm, I'm just trying to save what we have. Because when Zodico Force was hitting, y'all helped bring a younger crowd into right. the music. Right. And at the same time, the music started to change some two more kind of rap influence and some right. R&B, which you, you've done some of that, especially the R&B, but... The, you, you're not too fond of the, the change all the right, way around. Right, right, right. It's different. You know, it's like I said, they're not knocking any musicians at all, man. Uh, all the young guys, they're doing, you know, great. You know, and, and a, I'm not even going to name them, but there's a few of them that I know just what I'm doing. They know it as well. And I wish they would present that more because they draw more of a younger crowd to really let them know what this music is about. It's not that they can't, can't do it, they can. Yeah. You know, they're just choosing to do something different. And, and I always say it again, I, I'm not knocking no one at all. Uh, I put it like this, rap is rap. You know, you won't see uh, Snoop Dogg gonna call our accordion player to come and, and perform <laughs> with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. that's his style of music. Right. Uh, it's just that a lot of the music right now, a lot of these musicians are getting a lot of rappers to come in and do this and do that. I mean, yeah, I guess that's fine in a sense. But you got to think about our younger generation. What's yeah. going to happen to them? True. Got to know their roots, right. where they came right. from. And ironically, too, the traditional French stuff has brought you all over the world. Oh, yeah, from coast man. to coast, oh. New York City, Russia. You've been everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm so blessed, you know. And, and the thing is, a lot of people ask me this question a lot. It's like, you know, well, how old were you when you started talking French? And when I was little, our parents didn't want us to be around the mm -hmm. older folks, because they would always make us go play outside. But me being a young kid and sneaking around and hiding in the house, you know, so pretty much that's how I learned. And uh, on the last with my father, I could say I was about, mm, say like 19 years old, I really started speaking French with him. So he and I, we really became more like brothers than father and son. And we were talking French a lot. And I thank God that I had uh -huh. that opportunity to do that because uh, not only that, I'm, I'm just playing the music you know, I, I'm also singing in French, and you don't yeah. see that with a lot of people. A lot of people playing this type of music, but they can't sing in French at all. Yeah, you know? so true. And it's uh, we, we, it's something we cherish now, but like with your parents coming up, that's something they tried to get away from, speaking right, French. Right. It was considered a bad thing, mm -hmm, but thank mm -hmm. God it's changed now. Yes, 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 yes. A lot of musicians that I talk to, man, are young guys that will come to me and 
asked me for a cardio lessons and, and it's not a thing of being rude, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, what, what is it you want to learn? And they start naming this. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have a problem with teaching you, mm -hmm. but I'm going to teach you the roots. I'm going to teach you the traditional stuff because this music needs to live, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I, and yeah. there's a few of them that accept it and a few of them is like, no, I want to do like this. And then, well, okay, well, you, that's the route you got to go. Not being ugly, but yeah. it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And with, with Zotico these days, I mean, we have Grammy nominees, Grammy winners, people winning awards, which is good, but right. Zotico, you came from the roots of it and it came off the farm. Right. You, you mentioned right. Your, your family, sharecroppers, family of 11. What, what was it like growing up for it? Just forming and working in the field, man. And you know, I was the youngest one, so I wasn't working as hard as the rest of them, but Every weekend, even sometimes when, when my father would get out of the field, if it wasn't too late, he would sit on his porch and play his accordion. So I was always around it. And normally on weekend, we were always going to one of the relatives. We were always getting together and it would wind up we were playing music. So mm -hmm. I, I was so stuck around it that I had no choice. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I tell that to a lot of people. I, my dad knew I could play different instruments. Well, would play with different instruments. He didn't really know I could play accordion until I was about 14. Okay. Right. You know, that... I was really taking that serious. And he was like, oh, you was one of them that would take that accordion. And I just laugh. I mean, our mom knew, yeah. you know, but we come from a poor family. And my dad only had one accordion. Yeah, and the know? rule was don't touch that. Don't daddy's touch accordion. the accordion, yeah. <laughs> and the thing was, he knew how you would put it. And being a kid, you're not thinking. You play with it and you save it. Yeah. It was never the same way. But yeah. he couldn't just point finger at one because he had he had five more to go yeah. at. So, <laughs> you know. But yeah. I, I I thank God for that, man. I really thank God for that. What, what, did, he t what did he tell you when you finally learned you were the one playing the accordion? Like uh, well, it wasn't just me. It was my brother Gerald and okay. Clinton and the rest of them. Yeah. And he was like, you were one of them that was playing with my accordion. And I'm laughing. It's like, why you play like that, Chef? Because I was playing with my tummy. He's like, uh -huh. no, no, no. If I come sa sa va, you know, mm -hmm. don't go like that. Right. I'm like, Daddy, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, I'd play a little bit. I'd try with it. I just couldn't do what I wanted to do. And I'm okay. like, Dad, if you realize you're playing right here, the notes you're hitting here, I'm catching it way over here. And yeah, he's like, yeah. man, say twice, that's you. You know, go ahead. <laughs> Work for me, man. Yeah, so instead yeah. of just four fingers, you're using all five yeah, on yeah. the hand. And then today, you, what don't you play as far as instruments? The you, you can only play thing, Herman, that I'm searching for is to find a harp, man. And if, <laughs> I'm serious. If I could find, get a hold of one, I, I, I'm determined I'm going to play it. Yeah. I'm going to play it because, you know, it goes back to like when I first started playing the fiddle. You know, Sam Bruce all laughed at me, man. It's like, oh, it's going to be a while. And I'm like, oh, I'm determined. And you know, I never stop. And, you know, I, my thing is I'm, I'm using three fingers now, but I'm more comfortable playing with two. And we had several Creole fiddle players at one time, but slowly but surely they kind of died right, off. So it's right. good to see you and Cedric Watson and a few others kind of keep right. that tradition going. Right. Yeah. You know, um, what inspired you to pick up the fiddle? Cedric. Okay. Cedric. Cedric Watson. I, I never forget one year I was teaching at the Balfour camp and when I got there a Friday, everything was Cedric Watson. I'm like, who is Cedric Watson? I'd never met the young man. I'm like, well, where are you from? And they say Texas, around the Texas area. I said, and he playing like that, man. When I heard that kid play, I'm like, wow. That's what influenced me. That's what influenced me. Was it hard to learn? Well, everything's easy for you, seems like, when I, it comes I, to music. I think what, what Sam messed up was when he said it's like playing a bass backwards. I'm like, okay, now I got it. My uh, hardest battle was the bow. Okay. And as you can tell now, if you see me play, I can't hold a bow like everybody else, the way it's supposed to be held proper. I have to hold it like damn near in the middle. Okay. Because if I try to hold it like everybody, I drop it every time. Yeah. I done got comfortable the way I play. And people look at me weird. It's like, why are you holding your bow like that? It's the only way I know how. But it works for <laughs> It you. works for me, yeah. yeah. And all the instruments you play with, drums and bass and guitar and yeah. accordion fiddle, all by ear. Yes, you, you, yes. Yeah. I, I can't read music at all. Yeah. At yeah. all. I mean, if somebody put sheet music in the front of me, I'm going to laugh at them. Uh, but 
if you if you play a song and you let me hear a piece of it, you're in trouble because I'm gonna play it. <laughs> you got it down. <laughs> oh yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. What advice you give students? You've taught people over the years, and you you still learning. What what's some tips you give people? Man, to take this music to heart. That's yeah. that's 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 my main thing. You know, if you want to learn this music, take it to heart, and and don't take it for what a lot of other people that I've spoke to about it. It's like, man, don't let that get you. And I, and I could say that because I lived that life for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a way of getting attention, chasing women, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't about that at all, but you know, you live and you learn, yeah. you know, and I mm -hmm. thank God that I find myself, but uh, no, take it serious, take it to heart, man. And, and try to salvage what we have with our culture because yeah. it's all about our culture. It's not about a dollar. Right. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Not all not all money is good money. Put it to you like that. Because you came up through the time with musicians. They were having fun. This was a way to get away from work and right, have a good right, time. Right. Right. I mean, I remember playing gigs, man, where we were making five, ten dollars $10. I was happy and with thought that. thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good, you know? <laughs> and now it's like people just want to make a whole bunch of money. And, and it's like not even really looking at the circumstances. You know, it's like now. It's like they have all these big functions and it's all about a dollar, all about a dollar and not realizing what's going on at the same time. But if everybody would get together and say, you know what, we need to get together and do this, man. We got to stop this violence some kind of way. Yeah. If it means that, you know, we all need to pause for two or three months till people get their head together, maybe that's what we need to do because right yeah. now it's 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 not it's not good. How's life for Jeffrey Broussard? You've been through a lot of changes over the years that you're a married man now and, and, and life looks like it's good for you. Herman, I actually could tell you life is, life is great for me, man. I yeah. thank God that I got blessed with a godly woman, with a good woman, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. every 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 man need a good woman in their life. I could honestly say that and uh being married to my wife, man, has changed my life tremendously. In a lot of ways, it uh brought me closer to God and I'm blessed. Yeah. I, I'm blessed, you know, and I just thank God every day. And before God would never come in the conversation for you, but it, now it's always in the conversation. Yeah, you know, and, and the thing about it is, you know, I have a sister that that's you know very very religious and she would talk to me about God all the time and I, I would I mean I'm not ashamed to say this I would actually clown her I'm like oh God whenever God could be ready to change me he's gonna change me you know you can't tell me this you can't tell me that and I did that for a long time man to where I was going through some changes I'm not ashamed to say this I had a bad gambling habit gamble a lot and I was drinking a lot and my wife would tell me all the time, it's like, you know, you need to stop. You're going to, you know, you're going to lose me. You're going to lose me. And I'll never forget this. People may think it's crazy. My heart is full, but the same refrigerator right here, man, I came to get a beer out of it. We were sitting on the step smoking. And I just heard a soft, soft voice. It's like, you got to stop. Wow. You're going to lose her. And I went outside and fell to my knees three times, man. And I repent to God. I mean, out loud. I mean, my neighbors heard, bro. But I wasn't ashamed of that. And I'm still not ashamed of it because... Since I did that and changed my life, Herman, yeah, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed. And just it's sad to say, a lot of times there's a lot of temptation in music too. From oh, the, it is, man. It's it kind is. of a dark side can be yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it it is. It's a lot of temptation uh, into this, and it's you know not talking bad about nobody, man. Uh, I, I guess I could say that I, I was one of the weak ones, you know, because I I did a lot of stuff, man. I hurt a lot of innocent people, and God knows I apologize, and I'm not ashamed to say it to the world. As a few people heard my interview a while back when I when I mentioned I was apologizing mm -hmm. to people, it's like, man, I'd have never did that. No, but I mean, I got to forgive, ask for forgiveness because I forgive myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't I wasn't going right, man. 
And you, like you said, you you feel better now. You're oh, a better man yes. for it. Oh, yes, yeah. I feel a whole lot better, man. We're recording this at the beginning of 2020. What what's the new year look like for you? What's coming up for Jeffrey Bruce? Well, the new year is this. I've been going in and out of the studio, doing some work uh, with my nephew Corey. And you know, as a, a while back, he had a little issue that his house had got flooded out, so a lot of mm-hmm. his stuff got damaged. Uh, I've been talking about this for quite some time now about putting a CD out. And just the other day, I was sitting in the building, and my wife and I were talking about it. I said, but baby, you know what? Sometimes good things come to those who wait, you know? And I've been praying and talking to God because I want to do gospel and, and Zodico on, on my CD, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I spoke with Corey, a matter of fact, about a week ago about this, that, you know, we need to jump on it, just you know, get on it as soon as the holidays is over. So my plan is hopefully sometime next week I could go and finish with it because i mean i, I probably have about four or five songs left to put on it. Yeah, and you're playing piano now too, yes right? yes yeah, yes yeah. and that's that's a that's that that was that, that's an amazing thing too man uh i share this with a lot of people because it's real and it's a testimony I always would mess around with keyboard a little bit but like you know play with my right hand hold a little chords make a couple of little runs that i never could play with my left hand and that was a gospel song my wife and i were listening to in, in my little building and she was like, you know, this song sounds so much like your life, you know, because I shared my life, you know, what I went through with, with my wife and stuff. And I walked up in here, and as soon as that door closed up, I was like, go back and play that song. Go back and play that song. Like, wow. So I go up in the building, Herman, there's no joke. And I'm like, Lord, just anoint my hands. Just anoint my hands. And I, I remember raising my hands up to the sky. And I went that building, and I played that song. And the building, my building is on a slab. I'm telling you, I kid you not started shifting man what? and I felt nothing but the Holy Spirit all over me I just thank God I just thank God I'm sorry I mean because it's real man it's touching your heart. heart can appreciate that yeah man well the ideas and the talent never stops for Jeffrey Broussard it's still yeah. going on give all the glory to God man give it all to him yes indeed well Jeffrey Broussard thank you so much thank you keep on thank keeping you. on oh I will man I will Jeffrey Broussard has been with us on Cajun and Creole Talk, executive producers Nick Poulos. If you value these conversations and would like to help in this effort, visit our website, CajunandCreoleTalk.com, and follow us on Facebook. Snail Mail still works at Cajun and Creole Talk, P.O. Box 653, Opelousas, Louisiana, 70570. Bien merci pour écouter et soyez vous Thanks for listening and take care.